Welcome. You're listening to Advocacy Conversations with A&J. I'm Alicia. I guide amazing souls to a life where they flourish through soul messages, energy shifts, and spiritual tools. I'm Jess, a 40-year-old queer fat activist with a passion for reading, dance, and making people laugh. Each week, we enjoy open and honest conversations with each other and occasional guests that will inspire our listeners to advocate for themselves, try something new, or get answers to burning questions. A couple of disclaimers before we start the episode. The thoughts and opinions shared on this podcast are that of the individuals participating in the conversations. The views shared are not substitute for professional, medical, or legal advice. Now let's jump into the conversation. Hi, everyone. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) You missed us. This is like... Oh, (laughs) you missed us so much. Oh, my God. If you guys try not to re-record this episode again. This was this is take thirty seven. It's going really well. We because Alicia can't stop playing with the chords. Total. We're we're so professional. We got we got podcast mics. We got a new way of doing this. You know, because again, you know, we're just trying to up our game for you guys as we come back. But Lord, nothing has changed. We've been gone for a year, but the craziness ensues. <laughs> right. We forgot how to talk into a microphone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not touch wires. We're not touching them. We're nope, not touching we're not. them. Uh, feels like nothing has changed, but so much has changed. And we're so glad that you're back here to listen and hang out with us and have some really good conversations. Um, we want to, you know, kick off season two, which is going to kick off with episode 42, uh, <gasps> catching you guys up 42. What a good number. That is, that's my age. That is, that is your age. That's a good age. That's a good age. It's a, it's a good year, right? <laughs> like why? Uh, wouldn't say it's been a good year. <laughs> it has not been a good year, uh, but we can turn it around. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like what's her name? The total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> we can turn around. Oh my gosh! Story right? of my life. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's catch everyone up on some things that have been going on. So, Alicia, why don't you talk uh, talk to me and our listeners about some of the things that happened to you in this yeah. last year? Well, um, one of the reasons we kind of took a hiatus was a lot of stuff going on with my mental health and taking care of my mother because my mom's health was declining. Mm-hmm. And my depression was increasing. Um, And I didn't feel like crying on the internet anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, the short version, and I'm sure we'll be diving into specifics down the road. Um, In January of 2022, we finally got to the Mayo Clinic, um, where they ran a bunch of tests. Uh, The amazing first thing that I do want to say is it was the first medical center that validated my mom for having something serious that they had to address. And they promised Mm -hmm. us that they would find the situation. Unfortunately, they did find cancer. She had a large tumor that was basically wrapping around her lower spine and it was fused to her kidney. Um, And the big thing that we learned from this was that this tumor was actually found in 2014 And the doctors deemed it um, just a fatty mass and told her not to worry about it at all. 
and they said that with only um, a scan. There was no diagnostic testing done at that time. Right. So we learned the hard way that um, it probably was starting to grow then. And it was mm-hmm. slow moving. The type of cancer that she had was very slow moving until it's not slow moving anymore. Um, and she had radiation. Um, she had some complications because she also had some kidney stones, one large kidney stone that was kind of blocking her ureter. Um, and so, um, she was in the hospital. Well, the last time she was in the hospital, it was 42 days. And then the time before that, it was like a week and a half. And then 21 days the time before that. So she was in the hospital a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad and I drove down all, every single day she was there, except he and I both took one day off. Um, So it was really stressful on our bodies and our spirits as well. Um, And then unfortunately, um, how things kind of played out is, Um, As much as we were fighting for my mom to get the answers, there was still dilly-dallying, even with a great medical center like the Mayo Clinic. In my opinion, they missed the mark on a few things. One, for example, was she was inpatient for 10 days waiting for a consultation from urology. And I think that especially inpatient, that's ridiculous because mm-hmm. you can't tell me that a doctor is not available even at midnight. And exactly. even if it's not an emergency, like enough is enough. Yep. Um, but then we, uh, moved her into home hospice. Mm-hmm. And 10 days later, she passed two days after her 77th birthday. And so, now we try to figure out what life is like without her in her human form. Right. And that's, that's been my life. But in another yeah. note, um, I do just want to let everyone know, and this is kind of why we've created this podcast. If somebody tells you not to worry about something and you don't, And they haven't done diagnostic testing on it. Find another doctor. Yep. If they had done something to this in 2014 when they found it, she'd still be here. And I fought the hospital a lot. I made very large demands because I knew I could. And I was, that's what you're supposed to do. And... It's important for you to know that even though it didn't end how I wanted it to, I spent every day fighting for her. And And she knows that. Yeah, she does. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other thing that will be another day. But, um, so that was that. Um, so it was the hardest year of my life. Taking Mm -hmm. care of my mom has been basically my life for like a long time. Yes. And so now I'm going through the who am I now without her. And I think it's different than losing a parent in another way when you're not their main caretaker. 
Um, yes. So parts of it will be exciting because like, I can travel again and do things like that that I've wanted, but um, there's still that loss. I recently, another good thing is I did get promoted at work and I started yeah, you it. did. Yes. And um, so the, but that turned into like a bittersweet thing too, because you know, those people that you just love to tell your news to mm-hmm. good or bad, you know, that they will react exactly how you need. So like, if you're upset about something, they'll react and be mad for you as well. If, if it's something like a new job, they will just scream and holler and be so excited, you know? And that was my yeah. mom. My mom was kind of like Jess in that way, because Jess is so expressive <laughs> and reactive. And um, I really felt that, that loss this week of not having her just be so happy for me and proud of me. And I know she is. And I talked to her There's a part of me that wonders if she- I wonder if she sent this job for you, this promotion for you, you know, like, I think she was like, I think you need something to help you, um, start a new chapter because I think sometimes when we stay stagnant in the things that we were normal with, when we have those people that we're taking care of, et cetera, like we might not be able to start the process of healing and moving forward. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, I feel like your mom was like, I'll just sprinkle this right here. Yeah. Yeah, and I heard something beautiful. My friend Sarah told me, you know, her human form had done everything that she needed to do for you. But think of all the things in the spiritual realm that she can do for you and be with you for. And that is a comfort, but you still miss the human, you know? You do. So, um, but that's kind of what this year has been for me not to bring the podcast down at the beginning but no, if but i don't I cry in a podcast is it really a podcast is it really is it really conversations <laughs> with a and j if one of us is not crying and the right. other one is making awkward sounds in the corner <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so um but that's the beauty of our friendship <laughs> Um, I think I think it's important and it's beautiful that you can be vulnerable with our listeners and obviously me um, because I think sometimes people choose to work through this and Alicia and I made a really conscious effort um, in our friendship and to encourage each other to take step backs from things that we don't have the bandwidth for. And we love this podcast and we love our listeners that we were growing and connecting with each week. But um, sometimes when you don't have the bandwidth for something. It doesn't become something that you love or want to do. It becomes something that you have to do and it changes the dynamic. So um, I think we want to encourage our listeners to remember there's beauty in the pause and beauty in the rest. Um, So clearly Alicia needed this rest and this pause. We both did. Um, And there was a lot of growth, but I think one of the things I want to encourage our listeners to, Alicia obviously has things that she's advocated for herself and her own health. Um, and then there's also lots of conversations in her future about the caregiver 
about the person who stops their life or stops certain aspects of their life to take care of someone. And I think we often forget about that person. And so in many ways, you you are the patient because you've had things that you have to um, see to for your own advocacy in your own body. But I think hearing your story is also going to help the extra, extra level of uh, people and potential listeners for us. So... Because it's just, it's a lot. I remember Lisa used to say that for me. Um, I have not had as dramatic of a year as Alicia. Um, still dealing with some health stuff, to be perfectly honest. Um, lots of stress and things like that at work. Um, but I was burning the candle at a lot of ends and I was working 50, 60 hour weeks. We were having some staffing changes and uh, opening a theater uh, post pandemic and opening a theater school um, and bringing our kids back from virtual to in-person learning and uh, just lots of stuff. I'm still trying to find answers in my own body for health issues, which will lead us into many new conversations. Um, but I do want to say that hearing and just you and I from our, our friendship, um, not stopping until we find something that's the cause of what's happening is important. I'm dealing with that in the moment right now. Um, and then another conversation is the way that the American healthcare system, specifically insurance, will delay our process and progress to diagnosis. Um, I've been trying to get an MRI since August of this year, and insurance continued to deny it. They wanted CTs, and it's just been an ongoing process. Um, and they made me do a bunch of other things that were inconclusive, which just doesn't make sense. Like, why are we spending all the money on things that are not going to show us just to get the imaging that is going to show us? Yeah. Um, and I've also had a lot of um, what they call lower leg edema or lower extremity um, edema, which can happen a lot when you've had abdominal surgeries because it, it affects the lymphatic drainage system in mm -hmm. your body. And so I'm trying to get some... Uh, leg ultrasounds that they cannot get me in until February for. I'm like, great, could be a blood clot, could be a DVT, but you know, uh, Godspeed right. <laughs> is basically what Cross our they fingers. Say, right? Hope, hope everything's fine. Uh, get some compression socks. Um, so yeah, things have been kind of unique for both of us, but I feel like listeners, I, I can't imagine doing my life without Alicia. Like we don't mm -hmm. see each other a lot. We have not seen each other physically since my wedding three years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, with her new position, she's going to be able to come and spend like a whole week with me in the flesh. Um, and, but I can't do this life without her because when I'm having a bad day, uh, she answers my texts and sometimes we'll text each other and not text back for three days. <laughs> yeah. And we just, we just understand that. So, um, we're excited about this podcast coming back. Um, the updates are going to be brief. We said, oh, I don't know if I said this in the beginning, so if I'm repeating myself, we're going to move to a shorter podcast length. Um, gives us more chances for more conversations and conversations that might bleed into different episodes. But um, it's exciting to be back. What is What do we want in the next season? What are something that you want to talk about this season, Alicia? Um, you know, I... Like you said, I learned a lot with caregiving and I learned a lot about end of life. Mm -hmm. And those are hard conversations to have. And I would um, love to carry on that conversation. 
And I want to talk more again about the pain management side, because there's a lot of crap about all of that as well. Um, And unfortunately, I learned some tricks with uh, the pharmacy to be able to get what was prescribed filled. (laughs) So we can share all of that. But also, I just I also want to talk about to be hopeful and how um, you can create the identity that you want to be at Mm -hmm. any time of your life. And so that's one thing that I'm exploring right now. And I'd love the listeners to join me on that. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if I know a single person that has it all figured out of who they are and who they want to be and, are that person because life is always evolving. And I think that that's an interesting conversation of how, how do you discover what you do want and don't want? And, and all of that, is there anything for you that you really want to make sure we touch on? And I mean, just exactly what we call our, yeah, our, our podcast, I think teaching people to be, their own advocates. Mm -hmm. Um, It's such a unique opportunity for both of us who have firsthand lived experience and also your secondhand lived experience. Um, uh, I want to bring our friend Kristen back because she has been an un, you know, forget unforgettable uh, wealth of knowledge for us um, and for the community in which we're serving and hopefully reaching through our podcast. Um, But I agree with you. I think um, I would love to there's like this thought of like women being boss babes or like like constantly doing and I wonder if we could through our conversations inspire more people to be more present mm-hmm. I feel like um as uh women uh, assigned female at birth a lot of us either live in the past because we're trying to uh, go back and make things the way they once were because we see ourselves as a better version of ourselves in the past or we're constantly looking to the future. Um, and I think our conversations around advocacy will also lend to that as well. Um, yeah. Where, you know, it's just, I feel like what you said, like finding our purpose, realizing that it changes from day to day. Because some days I'm like, I'm going to be an endometriosis warrior. And then other times I'm like, I'm going to be a fat activist. <laughs> And, you know, all of those things. So, um, but yeah, just conversations about helping people through things. Like I want to say what we say in like at my theater too, is we want people to see people in our production. So I want people to see themselves in our podcast that we create so that they don't think that they're alone, you know? Because think about if we would have had a podcast like this. 10 years ago when you and I were both going through very preliminary uh, yeah. diagnoses, same with your mom in 2014. Like if we would have had something like this to hear, how would that change our life trajectory? So right. but that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's what I'd love to have more conversations about. Absolutely. So we're back. I'd love to have some, like, I'd love to have some of our listeners just come and share their story too. And it doesn't have mm-hmm. to necessarily be like, this grandiose story of accomplishment or anything, because I think we also belittle what we have accomplished, but I just love to get to know and have a conversation like every other month, at least with somebody and just, it's just, let's get to know listener Tammy. Yes. So if there's a Tammy out there, I'm calling you out. Give yeah, us an email and we'll set Vanessa, it up. 
Vanessa, I, hear, I see you. Yeah. Give us a call. We'll, we'll set you up with our, our link and you can come on. You don't have to have fancy podcast gear like we do now. No. Because uh, <laughs> we're bougie now. <laughs> that's exactly what I would call it. Bougie. Yes. <laughs> Broken bougie. That's our next podcast. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I love that. I love, because I think that's the other thing too, is other people have stories. Um, and when people tell their stories again, people just feel seen and heard because, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll see little bits of ourselves in everything uh, or people that we know or we love. Um, and we learn a lot, which is why it's called conversations with AJ. (laughs) That's my radio voice. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Whose radio voice? I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure either. Someone from the 40s. <laughs> just came in. The 1940s just uh, possessed my body. Um, so I have one other question for you. So you've been, you've had a year. If you could, mm-hmm. if you could name something that helped you get through the year, what would that be? Sorry, what was that? It cut oh, out right say- when you... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't talk into my microphone. I leaned back. Um, <laughs> I leaned back. Lean back. That's all I can say. Copyright. Um, anyway, oh I said, bring it back, Duplessis. I said, you've had a rough year. So could you share with our listeners and me something that helped you get through it? What was something that you leaned into yeah, during those times? I, you know, I really leaned into my energy work. Mm, yes. And I really leaned into speaking with my guides and angels more than ever. Yeah. Um, because there were so many times where I felt so alone and forgotten. And, um, you know, I have to just applaud Jessica real quick because everyone needs a friend like Jessica. There wasn't, I don't think, a week that went by that she didn't check in on me. And even on the days that I couldn't respond, it was noticed and felt. And so if you think of a friend who's going through something, just say, just checking in, how you doing? With no expectation of a reply, because it does make a difference. But sometimes your capacity is so low that you just can't. You can't Mm -hmm. talk about it, you know? But you feel that. And I really um, also leaned into seeing who really was there for me during all of this time. And it was, it was a wake up call on who wasn't as available to me as I would have liked them to have been, you know, and, um, but really like the energy work and the, like every day in the hospital, I was doing energy work. I did some energy work on some of the doctors that I did not like because they needed to get a little fix there. (laughs) But, you know, that was something huge that I really leaned into, especially over the summer um, when my mom was in the patient because I would take walks and I would just, you know, just try to like reset. And that was the only way that I knew how to do it. And thank God I knew how to do it. You know, I can't imagine how hard my mental health would have been feeling had I not had that, you know? So that was the big thing that I leaned into. I love that. And you always have uh, had a really good relationship with taking moments to ground yourself. And I think having that 
experience pre going into this uh, season of your life Mm -hmm. definitely was something that helped. Um, I am in no way a great friend. I just care deeply about the people in my life. And I know wholeheartedly that every message I sent was because I have this deep connection with Alicia and um, she hit the nail on the head. Sometimes you have to send a message without the expectation of a reply. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's one of the things Alicia has taught me as a friend because we teach all of our, you know, people in our lives something is that we don't have to have immediate response. Like we we could be mid conversation, Alicia and I, and like one of us will put our phone down <laughs> and we'll go back to it because, you know, work got in the way or, you know, other things happened. And then we'll like pick up the conversation maybe a day later or 10 hours later and like just continue it on like there wasn't this gap. So um, that's just the beauty of it. And, you know, she's taught me that, that I don't have, and we always try to say to each other, don't say sorry, because I think this world has conditioned us to be like, sorry, I didn't apply, reply right away. I was pooping. (laughs) You know what I mean? Great. Awesome. Like even today we're getting ready to do the podcast. I had a photo shoot all day with my kids at Paramount School of the Arts and I got home and Lisa was coming home from being away and she was bringing me lunch and I like text Alicia real quick. I'm like, do you mind if I just eat real quick? She's like, how about you just eat? (laughs) how about you just eat we'll start when you're done (laughs) plus we had over 30 minutes at that time that you texted I was just bored at home so I was setting up already because I was trying not to do what happened anyway (laughs) (laughs) then everything karma was like ha ha this is what you get for starting early (laughs) right and then there's me like plugging in my brand new mic like winging a prayer hoping it works as soon as we start See, I worked too hard. Yeah, you did. You worked smarter, not harder, is what they tell us. But yeah, so um, if anything, I would say get a friend like us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because you don't have to apologize when you don't reply right, right away. And um, But that's so beautiful. And I... Um, I just love Alicia so much. Um, our friendship that started on our way <laughs> to get some buttercream frosting. <laughs> I mean, that's, I think that's the glue that's holding us together. It really is. Aunt Betty's frosting based. Frosting based from Red Wing. It's great. If we ever do a photo shoot for this podcast, there will have to be some kind of like us making frosting. Uh, making frosting the and scenes. then just getting the cupcakes from the store with the same Right? Just so upsetting. Uh, jokes on both of us. And then we both had to hide from Aunt Betty at the wedding because she was <laughs> mad because we didn't put the ends on the pedophores. It's okay. So, it's all right. I didn't see oh, her. You did. I, yeah, I was like, oh, because <laughs> I heard her complaining about it. And I was like, Lord have mercy if, they, if, if she only knew. If she only, of course, my table was up in the up in the balcony at that wedding, so I couldn't be seen. But I did send really weird pictures of you that I took. Okay, I was in the midst of like drama between the girls, so. Well, that's because you were in the wedding. I was. Not. I know. I know. So, well, the this drama been wasn't a- even with people in the wedding. I just want to point that out too. And then <laughs> the, the groomsmen in this particular wedding saw it happen and they turned to me and they go well you need to go fix that and I was like why do I have to and they're like because it's you and I was like yeah damn it okay 
<sighs> Never a dull moment. And look at our yeah. friendships lasted all this time. <laughs> yeah. What's it been? Like eight years? Seven years? It, it's got to be like, well, I've been with Lisa How long for have seven. you been married? Let us know in the comments. I've been married for <laughs> I've been married. Yeah, Heather, Heather, tell us how long you've been married. Quick. But here's the thing. I've been with Lisa for seven years and you and I, it's got to be closer to 10 or 11 years because I've been with Lisa for seven years. I absolutely so. don't. I'm the worst best friend because I have no clue when that happened. It was a blur. It was a blur. Was it like 2006? 2007? Nope. 2010? I don't think it's been 12 years. No. Okay, so we're not going to dive into this because I was just going to go, my aunt died. (laughs) Like, like, I can't do the math right now. But anyway, it's been a while. It's been more than seven years of friendship, and we're sharing that beauty with you. Um, so when we re- reference frosting and our love for it, that's where our friendship began. <laughs> so, yes, that is yeah, that's our show today. <laughs> that is that is where we've been, and a little bit of where we hope to go. And there's a lot more nuggets in between that we will definitely be sharing. Because I didn't even tell you guys I'm making bread again. And today, the day we're recording this, I'm trying sourdough for the very first time. I made a starter a week ago. We'll see. It's got to proof another three hours. So it's a long process. Yeah. Seven o'clock. It'll be ready. (laughs) Seven o'clock. Just to go in the oven. Just to go in the oven. We're not even ready to eat. No, I haven't needed it yet. So, but anyway, thank you so much for coming, everyone. And... We'll see you on episode 43. Sounds good. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week. We are so thankful to our listeners for taking time out of their day to listen to our podcast. You are all so appreciated. Our podcast is self-produced and edited. With your support and help, we would love to reach more people. So don't forget to review our podcast on any of the streaming services you're listening to us on. Apple Podcasts, Podcruncher, Spotify, etc. And share with your friends. We invite you to share the conversation with us. You can email us at conversationswithanj at gmail.com. Find us on socials at conversationswithanj on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, every good conversation comes from good listening. Bye!